0: Make sure all seats are in the upright position and trays are put away before we take off.
1: Welcome to episode 47 of the Connected Aircraft Podcast. My name is Woodrow Bellamy III. Today is Friday, December 4th. And on today's episode, We will be featuring a live presentation that was given by low-cost Mexican airline Viva Aerobus during our two-day live virtual event this week, Connected Aviation Intelligence. But first, I wanted to remind everyone that you can view all of the on-demand sessions from our Connected Aviation Intelligence program. We featured a lot of great speakers this week, including some from NVIDIA, Valor Consultancy, Telesat, intel sat as well as a few others you don't want to miss those go check those out on gcasummit.com slash aviation dash intelligence if you register there you can view all of those sessions on demand for free so as i mentioned in today's episode we will be featuring a presentation that was given during our connected aviation intelligence event this week this presentation was given by Daniel Barcenas. He is the vice president of safety, security, and quality insurance for Viva Aerobus. His presentation discusses the software and connectivity upgrades that they have invested in to improve the way that they download and analyze aircraft data on a per-flight Basis. They now use cellular connectivity to download their aircraft data after the aircraft lands and analyze any systems or components that might have problems or need replacement. He also gives some perspective on the importance of using connectivity to monitor the health of their fleet as they have already gotten back to 100% of their pre-COVID-19 flight operations volume so let's get into this presentation that was given by daniel you'll hear a brief introduction from my colleague mark holmes who is the editorial director of via satellite he also takes over for a moderated question and answer session with the speaker at the end of the presentation so Please enjoy this podcast episode and give me any feedback you have about it as well as any feedback that you may have for our Connected Aviation Intelligence Virtual Program. It's a series that we're actually going to be doing on a regular basis in 2021, so I'm definitely looking for any topics or suggestions for speakers that anyone might might want to see that listens to the podcast and also uh, views are on-demand live sessions. So let's get into today's episode. So
2: without further ado, let's let's get started with this session. We have something a little bit different for you. We know you like your airline case studies, and we're bringing a, a good one for you today. We are super excited to welcome a new speaker to uh, the connected aviation intelligence family. So uh, a big warm welcome to Daniel B- Basinas who's the vice president of safety, security, and quality assurance at a Mexican low-cost airline, Viva Aerobus. So welcome, Daniel. Delighted to have you here and over to you. Uh,
0: thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. Uh, uh, thank you uh, everyone for uh, allowing me to uh, present here with you. I know that it is a little bit different for the core business that you normally run at, but uh, it's uh, always interesting to be how how the uh, intelligence or the uh, the data that comes behind the, the aircraft can be used for improving the safety and the performance of an airline. Uh, first, I would like to let you know who, who we are, who we are at Vivero Bus. Uh, Viva Bus is an ultra low cost airline in Mexico. Uh, ne- next slide, please. Uh, we, will, uh, we are based on Monterrey, Mexico, that is uh, north of Mexico. Close to the to the border, close to to Texas in in Laredo, it was only two hours uh, drive from from there, and and we started uh, the company in two thousand six. Uh, we are formed by uh, on those days for a joint venture between uh, Iamsa, that is the biggest uh, bus company in Mexico. Next slide, please. Uh, the, it's uh, the, the biggest bus company in mexico it has a uh, 13 000 buses in all around mexico and uh the ryan family the founders of ryan Ryanair, so they made a joint venture and we started the company as a really ultra low cost uh, uh company in mexico as uh, taking the model from ryanair with the founders of ryanair uh, working here with us so we started a really low-cost airline in mexico so we started with a uh, 5737 5737300 three, on 2006 but uh, along the the time we uh, started to modernize our fleet so we uh, did uh, a change from Boeing to Airbus in 2014 so we started in 2013 we started the uh, the buy of uh, uh, 52 a 320 news uh we started to receive them in 2016 but they started to see the CEOs that were still in in, in production in uh, 2014 so we started to switch from uh, uh some 737s seven three uh, 300 to 8320s three and now on, nowadays we have a fleet of 43 320s uh, three 20s, uh those, uh, uh, those 320s we started uh, to operate this year, three uh, A321 with a, what we call cabin flex, that is uh, 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 with the maximum uh, capacity passengers that we have uh, now operation in America with uh, 240 passengers. So as a low cost airline, uh, what we are trying to do is to achieve the maximum capacity so that we can produce the maximum of seats in every in every flight. Next slide please. Uh, this is our network we uh, operate mostly in a, in a, in Mexico uh, but uh, we have started also to get into the uh, states mostly uh, on the uh, east coast area uh, flying to, to Cancun that is uh, one of the best destinations and also uh, a little bit of the in the west side with uh los angeles uh, and uh, um, but, but los angeles and uh, very few uh, uh, charter operation on the uh, west uh, canada coast uh, this is just to let you know who who we are we are having now uh, around two 260 flights a day uh, we're moving uh, around uh million passenger uh, amount uh, in this covid situation uh, we were really struggling on the on the beginning of the year in march with march and april with the peak of the pandemic we reduced our uh, operation to uh, circa 10% uh, now we are fully back november uh, thank god we we were able to uh, uh, get back to the hundred percent operation that we have pre-pandemic and then uh, we are back now in in operation so uh, i think we are the first airline in in mexico and uh, even in america that uh, is recovering back to the hundred percent operation that we have pre-pandemic so that's that's where we where we are and that's that's what we are and i think getting into the, the the system next slide please uh, so what we had in the in the previous uh, uh days uh, when i started i was a uh, uh, director of flight operations uh, i was director of flying operation from viva from the beginning until uh, three years ago and uh when i was uh, Running the, the fleet of those seven three seven, I really feel uh, a little bit blind of how the operation was uh, was really in terms of um, on safety and, and attachment to the standard operation pr- procedures. So we tried to to do a, a foca, the flight operations quality assurance, but uh, we realized that over all seven threes were not uh, really wired to get uh, all the information. So only a few of the fleet that we have in those days were able to record the, the, the information and, and access to them through a quick access recorder. So even when those few had uh, the capability of doing that, uh, we have to run to a very uh, lousy process to, to get the information is that somebody have to go to the airplane, remove the PMCA card, and then load it into the systems and then running into a, a solution to see the, the the data that was really there and see how we were running uh, what really happened is that the the data sometimes if the technician for some reason forget to get it out it was uh, overriding or uh, it get lost if the uh, car was removing uh far away station uh, before getting to the headquarter so there was uh, some of the, the information was really lost and uh, we didn't know exactly what's going on uh, next slide please when we were uh, uh, changing to the to the fleet in taking advantage of the uh, all the uh, uh, advanced technology that the 320s has well we decided to put a, a qrs but not only the qrs uh, normal but the wireless so uh, we did it with the QR and formats that maybe you know, uh, your techie guys, and know more than me about those uh, things how it work in, in in the environment of the work and, and transferring data. But it just worked pretty pretty good. So nowadays, each time the aircraft lands and open the main door, it transmits all the information uh, to a uh, to the cloud. Uh, it gets into the airface and Teledyne, Then it gets uh, to, to do different systems one to some of the data goes to to tableau some of other to skywise from airbus and uh, the other is to airface to get into the all the the proper parameters that landed for the 320 that we have uh, uh, preloaded there so that we can analyze the information right after the aircraft has landed and uh, we also have configuration in order to have alerts in case of uh, something is is really triggering uh, out of the normal parameters, so that the Fokua team can look at it immediately. So that's basically what it, it, it gives you a, a real advantage of having the information not only days uh, after the 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 operation uh, happened, but right after the aircraft have just landed. So it allows you to see how you are doing really in terms of attachment to the SOPs and in terms of not having those uh, cowboys fighter pilots that uh, just uh, manage the aircraft the way they, they, they like. So uh, that's one piece of the of the things that we have there. But now that you have the data, what do you do with the data? And then FOCO and the Air Force is a really good good tool, but, uh, not, uh, not only that, so analyzing the data is another story. So, uh, next slide, please. The, the the flight data analysis is, is a great tool, but it has limitations. So, it's sort of a blind, deaf, and dumb. So, it needs human expertise for analyzing the data. So, it's, uh, once you have the data, it, it tells you what happened, but it, it doesn't Tell you why did it happen? So it is uh, something that we have to to do in a team that really review what is going on. Next slide, please. So that that's sort of the things that 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 happen. You you get the information, but the, you you already know what what happened. The the archive is telling you what happened, but you start to think why why did they do that? Why why did it happen? What's What's, what's really behind it? So it requires a, a, a team that gets you into that. So that's why I'm telling this uh, is to improve the safety in that. Uh, next slide, please. So the, the the safety performance is only the way to be reactive or really proactive. So what we want is to have a team of experts that look at the data and see really what's going on. So, uh, the advantage that we have in, in Viva Airbus, we don't have uh, overnights or layover. So uh, all the pilots go back and forth to the same base where they, uh, where they are. So what we did is to give the program to the same pilot. So uh, there are line pilots that are doing the analysis of their own flights. I mean, not, not, not the one themselves, but really, there are line pilots analyzing other pilots, so that they cannot have uh, excuses about uh, if, about weather or, or uh, air traffic control or orography uh, or the area or where they are flying. Because the one that is analyzing also flight with them and also uh, is in the in the same uh, very same position that they that they are. So. Uh, what we do that because sometimes uh, for many airlines it's really expensive and complicated to use a line pilot for doing other work than being a pilot so what we have is one day of the week instead of having a flight they have a day for uh, for flight analysis so it has been really well uh, accepted by the by the line pilots and uh, because they know that it's not somebody from the desk and living a different life who is analyzing how they are performing. It's really the maids, the, the, the blind pilots also that having that. So it allows you to keep in the safe area and not uh, looking at the trends, it tells you where you have to focus and how you have to correct in order to keep you safe. Some of the disadvantages that we have as a low-cost airline is that everybody next slide please uh, everybody thinks immediately when you say low cost uh, say well they're saving on uh, on training they're just cutting edges on on safety and stuff like that and that's why we make a complex uh, scenario with a integrating focal not only with what we've got the safety management system so that we have a person responsible for that and a is uh, just getting into the safety management system and all the focal data and managing the risk so that you can correct and having the tendencies that doing the the proper links with with the training department with the flight operation department with maintenance with everybody involved so in order that we can keep people keep safe so it's really really a matter of uh, say because we're handicapped when you say low cost so the I don't know if we deserve it or not, but uh, uh, immediately the the press and and public sometimes, uh, immediately when you say low cost, they think in in something like that. So we have to have extra cautious on everything that we do. So we have to be double safe in in everything. Next slide, please. So uh, having this uh, uh, multidisciplinary structure, it's uh, getting, everybody involved in the, in the in the program but you now you have the data so it's it's only it's not only whether you're getting from the aircraft from the safety perspective but you're getting a lot of information now so you're getting a lot of information from the health of the aircraft itself uh, engine mostly but the, everything is getting into that so we use that with the skywise so that uh, uh, we can predict when something is gonna happen. In a matter of fact, a, a few days ago, we received an, an alert from, from Skywise uh, telling us that, oh, that's, that's the pressure difference on that engine is gonna take a failure, so take a watch on that. So that's that's really cool that the, you don't even realize that there's nothing, nothing that the pilot or or the technician could just check, but uh, having the data and that, it allows you to have the information Way ahead before something happens so that's a, that's a, a great tool next slide please so as a result of using the, the the data you can see how everything is going down and getting into the control obviously we would like to have a, a zero indication on everything but even though we are human and sometimes the wrong happens and sometimes there are things that happen with that but really the high speed taxi in, taxi out is going down. So the uh, many of the uh, parameters that we that we check, like a uh, landing after an stabilized approach, there's something that we have been very, very critical with. That it's, it's it's reducing. So if you are unstable, uh, go around. Don't 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 try to force a landing. And uh, the configurations are having a. a, a exceedances of configuration of a extended flaps or, or, or landing gear or, or things like that, and also a high high speed below uh, five hundred feet or one thousand feet. So everything in the trends you can monitor that. But it's a, the, all of this is possible because you use the data in a proper way. But once you have the analysis, you have the trends, you have everything in there. There's nothing. If you don't give the information to the proper people, next slide, please. Uh, just uh, having the recreation of what happened, having the, the the information of how the things were, is something that you already have. You can work with that, but it's nothing you cannot give it back to the to the proper people. So i i did something that I, I i just found out that is is very unique next slide please and uh, this is uh that we have give the information back to the proper people to the pilots so uh we make a a, a quarterly uh, magazine that we call in numbers that's in spanish uh focal numbers that is just giving the pilots uh, the, the information how we are doing, how we're performing, what's what's what happened in the trimester and uh, what's uh, really the, the tendency that we're having and I uh, used to be sure that uh, the, the, the communication is, is properly said that's uh, what we did is I was uh, uh, having a conversation with uh, my, my colleagues and say well uh, what about if we invite some pilots to have breakfast, uh, have a coffee and, and and chat about what we're doing and uh, say well say something like to the pilots is, is uh, have uh, t- tell the stories and anecdotes about uh, the, their flight. So we did it. we started with a uh, four pilots and the last presidential uh, 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 breakfast that we had we have an overbooking of 45 pilots. And it's just voluntary; it's, it's not uh, assigned. It. So we make the invitation. It, it goes uh, any pilot who wants to to go, and uh, it's been really well accepted on that because the pilots always want to know how how they are doing, how we're behaving, and it's just giving the the data back to the proper people. That uh, very few uh, person ha- can have literally the, the safety and the performance or I aircraft in mean, their hands, literally. So that's and the part of safety, but also we have information about, uh, uh, next slide please. How we're, fl- next one, please. Uh, how we're performing. So once we have the data, we can also know how we're doing in terms of uh, fuel consumption. Uh, the, the, the main cost of an airline is fuel, well, normally uh, is the, the the property of the aircraft. Even it's a, you're paying for it or 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 leasing it. Uh, but the main cause is that. But second to that is is fuel. So doing the improvement of of, of uh, the performance of the aircraft and what we are doing with that, used by managing the property, the the, the information is is amazing. So. Uh, just uh, in in a in a quarter we we save like a four uh four hundred thousand uh, uh, dollars just for for doing the the, the proper uh, performance and uh the, the few initiatives that we have so and we have the use of tableau and the the, the the data coming from the aircraft so that we can see the all the initiatives that we have where, where do we have to use uh, uh tower where can you use a uh, flex takeoff where we can use late, uh gear uh, extension or where we can do uh, uh, packs of uh, air conditioner packs of uh, takeoffs or whatever of the different initiatives that we have uh, how we're doing that and obviously measuring that because the information is just coming across so there's you don't have to be capturing and doing a lot of things on that so Taking advantage of the data, it allows to use all that information. Next slide, please. So as you can see, we are reducing the fuel consumption in every single uh, initiative that we have. Uh, so this is not possible just by one area. All the company have to be involved in that. Uh, the information have to get back to the the proper the proper people, and uh, that's. The, the the way that normally we uh, use the, the 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 information in order to improve the the safety and the performance of the of the airline. Uh, I think that's uh, that's it. Is not only the the, the data is how you use the data, but obviously the any of these things could be, could happen if we don't get the data automatically from the airplane that's the main the main thing it, it's not just uh, having information sometimes uh, i remember early days on the old dc nights on the seven trees and uh, and it, it was almost impossible to be measuring the information even the the departure times was a nightmare on those days on the 80s so nowadays is is really easy the the amount of uh, data you can get from the information uh, from from the aircraft and uh the the ways that you can use it for improvements on on, on whatever you want. so uh, I think that's all that I have for you today. Uh, I don't know if you have any any questions?
2: Hey, firstly, Daniel, thank you very much. That was a really interesting uh, presentation. Um, we've got a few minutes, so if you have any questions uh, for Daniel, please uh, do so. Uh, please submit them via um, the uh, comment section, and uh, we'll, we'll get them get them um, to Daniel. Um, I'll ask one or two sort of quick quick questions. Um, we know that Viva Aerobus is sort of a you know a, a low cost airline. What is sort of the company's approach to Connectivity overall. I mean, we I know you spoke very much about the operation side of things, but but has it has it really embraced um, connectivity to passengers and connectivity overall? I mean, what what sort of the airline's overall philosophy towards connecting it, connecting its fleet?
0: Yes, uh, the, the, we have uh, doing uh, uh, some of those uh, uh, exploration of those days. Uh, still, the uh, first with the iridium and some other uh, areas on that, but the, the the costs and the business case that we have on those days was not uh, really uh, something that we could afford. On those days, we're exploring different ways of doing that, uh, even with uh, uh now with the five uh, G technology and trying to use something with the antennas solar around Mexico because most of, of our, our uh, uh, flights are over Mexico territory, so. Yeah. The, it, it could be something that we're exploring, but really there's uh, not on the satellite side because uh, uh, the last time we checked, it was really expensive. <laughs> uh, uh, so it, it, that's uh, why we haven't proceeded that. Even this uh, solution that we did with the 4G on the uh, or LTE for transmission of the data uh, mm-hmm. was after exploring many other solutions because it, it was just uh, the difference of having live information. Or, or just having when you are uh, in, in land, so that's that's why we moved to that that approach. Because, yeah, there's something that we have explored, but so far the the, the the business case doesn't give a positive result.
2: That's interesting. I mean, do you see? I mean, there's been a lot of talk with, sort of, particularly during a pandemic, that, that of the importance of connectivity in in aviation. Um, has has what's happened with with COVID? Changed Viva Aerobus's, um philosophy, thoughts about its connectivity approach, either in operations or, or more generally,
0: not not really. Because well, we obviously, when we reduce the 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 operation, well, we were trying to survive as every other airline on on the on the system, just uh, and we didn't have any restriction besides that the the passengers weren't there, so. We, we were just reduce the capacity based on the demand that we had so uh, we we put it back on the on the demand as 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 long as the passenger were willing to fly again but, but we were trying to embrace this uh, uh to give the passengers the the that they were safe of taking the the airplane and they were safe uh, getting into into an airport and uh i think we Sort of succeed with that, uh, but uh, not really on the offering of, of new or more products. What we are trying to do something new, and uh, that is a uh, board fly entertainment, but taking advantage of the everybody has a gadget now. So what we are going to be doing is is uh, just uh, having a sort of server. I I don't remember the name of the system right now, but uh, so that. That we're gonna put a server in the in the aircraft that is gonna broadcast for 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 the aircraft on flight, but in uh, getting into the Wi-Fi, so that provide Wi-Fi, you know more than me about that. The the, the uh, cabin that everybody can just uh, get the airplane network and and see what whatever they like, but they have to be uh, have to pay by itself. I mean uh, the the advertising and and everything. Uh, that goes into that is, is going to pay so uh, and of course we're going to put some uh, uh, pay content that they can see movies or uh, special programs if the pilot uh, the persons wants but uh, uh, mostly we're trying to get it free and that it get paid by by the advertising that the people post in there
2: okay we have an audience question so we only have a few minutes left so if you have any Questions uh, for Daniel uh, regarding uh, Viva Airbus and I guess more connectivity in its operations. Uh, please get them over in the next couple of minutes, and we'll uh, we'll get those questions across. We have a question. Um, can you explain more how you're using Tableau for decision making on fuel?
0: Yeah. Well, all the information that this is getting across uh, the, the, the information with Tableau, it's uh, the parameters are set, and let's say that we say, well. Those are the initiatives that they want. We're gonna measure, uh, no, I, I, I don't know what, whatever the, the 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 parameter be, but let's say that we want that at least twenty percent of our operation have to be in late uh, landing gear extension. So instead of uh, extend the landing gear at three thousand feet, uh, ten miles away, we're gonna do it uh, uh, five miles um, five miles away and uh, see how many of those uh, uh, operations we're, we're having on that. So uh, all the information goes across, goes into the blogging the processes and we have a dashboard there so that we can look how we're doing. And then it goes to the chief pilot, It go to the operations engineering and see how we're getting the, the, the information. So it goes directly to from, uh, the information goes from the aircraft to Airface and then Airface uh, set up the, the the information in tableau that we can get the the dashboards on the uh, the control center
2: okay i'm going to um end on a on a final question um what would you like i mean we have a lot of um technology people satellite community people coming in coming to this event looking at how they can work with with airlines whether it's a viva airbus or actually we have another question let's scrap that let's go we have a, an audience question so uh, we'll go to that instead of my question so uh, we have a question that says are you considering technologies such as big data and artificial intelligence if so where do you see more value from these technologies on board applications or ground applications if on, if on board applications what is your opinion about the Oh, wow it's a long question uh, about hmm. the implications of ai automation so uh i guess i mean if we can start with the first part of that question you know maybe talk about
0: sort of big data
2: and artificial intelligence
0: yes we're 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 working on that in a matter of fact we're using artificial intelligence for for commercial purposes for for pricing and, and preference of the people for for routing analysis and many other things that there there are uh, many people looking into that and uh, we are hoping that we can use the data getting out of the aircraft to use more artificial intelligence in terms of, of the, what we uh, talk about of Skywise. So Skywise uh, get all the information from, from all across the world and get the, the, the performance of different parts of the aircraft so that they can predict when it's, something is going to happen. So that that's sort of artificial intelligence that we are using for the operation and improvement of safety. But yeah, we're, we're still way way to go on, on a matter of artificial intelligence and use of the data. We have a, a lot of data now, but there is, is still a, a lot to process. But yes, we, we're going to be working uh, for sure on artificial intelligence
2: okay and uh, my question before that one came in was I was going to ask you about what are you looking for from the technology community uh, we've got a lot of satellite people technology people um, joining the event um, this week as a an airline and an end customer um, what can what can these communities do to make your job easier what would you like to see?
0: Uh- Oh, uh yes uh, satellite is it's been my dream since uh, the the 90s and i wanted to see where my airplanes were and uh, uh and i explored many of the things that on those days but there really was uh, complicated to have it it, it all was before the adsb and all those uh, things that uh, we have for for locating the aircraft but i i just wanted to know where my aircraft were and uh Cost-effective is 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 the is the answer. I mean, the the all the all, all the technology have to be cost-effective because everything that you spend on the on an airline ticket goes to the passenger. I mean, if, if whatever improvement you put, it has to end up in the passenger. So in order to keep it in, in low cost and efficiency, they have to give you the value of what you're paying for. There's a lot of technology there, but they have to be cost-efficient. And I, I know that sometimes. Uh, there are things that, that those are priceless, but uh, mostly all the uh, technology have to be in, in a way that we can use it, that we can afford for it.
2: Okay. Well, I think we're just about out of time. Daniela. it's been an absolute pleasure to have you as, as a, a speaker for our Connected Aviation Intelligence event this week. Really appreciate it. it it's good to have, uh, we had Aeromexico last time, so it's great to have another uh, big Mexican airline sort of take part in that. This is not actually the last session of, of the day or of the event, so uh, I believe in just over five minutes' time, just to repeat, Lupita Wilson, who is the senior marketing manager for Collins Aerospace, will be giving a presentation the benefits of connecting the business aviation ecosystem so i think that will be a, a fantastic uh a presentation so please uh, um st- stay around for that and uh, i'm sure that'll be uh, a great way in which to close the event it, all it all it remains for me to say is a, a big thank you to uh a big thank you to, to daniel for, for taking part and uh, sharing a little bit how uh, viva Airbus is using connectivity in its operations uh thank you again to uh all of our speakers, all of our audience uh, really uh, appreciate it. Uh, We know that this year has been a a tough, a tough year in aviation, but uh, there is obviously some, some, some more optimism and uh, hopefully we'll have some better days in in 2021, but uh, we'll see you all in five minutes for Lupita's presentation and, and we look forward to that. So thank you very much. Thank you very much.
1: So that brings us to the end of this episode As always, please subscribe to us on Apple's podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft podcast.